Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. If you were to hear that there is a health advisory, I wonder what possibilities would come to your mind. A health advisory against certain foods contaminated with things that cause foodborne illnesses like salmonella, listeria, E. coli, to name a few. Or a health advisory for air that is polluted with high levels of toxic gases from nearby automobiles, power plants, factories, etc. Or perhaps maybe one more familiar to residents of this area, a health advisory for drinking water because it is purportedly found to be contaminated with unhealthy levels of certain chemicals or one that all of us are familiar with, a health advisory due to widespread airborne illnesses like influenza and, of course, COVID-19. When I hear health advisory... I think of these kinds of things, and I imagine that that is true for you as well. So you can imagine my surprise when I read about the latest pressing health advisory, loneliness. That one caught my attention. According to the Surgeon General, loneliness is of such concern that it merits being labeled a health advisory because we are living with an epidemic of loneliness and isolation. And if you feel the urge to call that an overreaction or an overreach, just wait and give it some consideration before passing judgment. According to the Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, in recent years, about one in two adults in America reported experiencing loneliness. And that was before the COVID-19 pandemic cut off so many of us from friends, loved ones, and our support systems. Imagine then how much more widespread loneliness became during COVID and how much it infects us today. Perhaps you don't have to imagine it, because you know it. You've lived it. And if so, you've experienced, if you've experienced any degree of loneliness, you'll know how deeply it can affect our sense of well-being and our health. Just like the quality of our diet, how much or little we exercise, how much or little we sleep, our health is also impacted by our emotions, how we feel, and how connected we are to one another. Because our connections to one another, our dependence on one another, our relationships with one another, these all make up essential ingredients of our existence, embedded into our DNA from the beginning of creation, an imprint of God. It's the means by which we function as people, working together with the varieties of gifts and skills with which we have been given and relying upon one another to survive and advance, to thrive. It is an essential ingredient 
to how we live and how we live on as people and as a species. As the advisory states, social connection is as essential to humanity as food, water, or shelter. Given the profound consequences of loneliness and isolation, we have an opportunity and an obligation to make the same investments in addressing social connection that we have made in, as the statement says, addressing tobacco use, obesity, and the addiction crisis. If feelings of loneliness are indeed increasing and spreading, then maybe he's right. Maybe this is an epidemic. But if it is, then it is an epidemic that we, as the people of God, we have the most essential tools to address. The most important and essential tool of them all, of course, being God, the author of relationship, the progenitor of love. In today's gospel passage from John, as Jesus has already risen among us and is among the disciples, and just before he prepares to physically depart from them, Jesus says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live. You also will live on that day. You will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. In other words, Jesus tells us that I, that you, that we are never alone. God is with us. Emmanuel, God with us forever, no matter what. And whenever we feel most isolated, dejected, we have an advocate. The Spirit of God with us and in us. And not only that, but God is a means by which we connect with each other. God is the reason that we are all here even if it's not the first thing you thought about when you woke up this morning, if it's not the first thing you thought about when you made the decision to drive here or walk or ride your bike or whatever and walk through these doors and sit here this morning in this congregation, we would not be here. None of you would be here without God and what God has done for us. And just as we need God, we need one another. That's why for as much as online worship can be such a wonderful new resource, newish resource for us, it can never fully replace the need to worship together. We need one another, and others need us. 
Because again, as Dr. Murthy tells us, social connection is as essential to humanity as food, as water, as shelter. All of which, by the way, are gifts of God for the people of God. In subsequent interviews expounding upon this health advisory, Dr. Murthy gives several pieces of advice. Reconnect with people. Taking a few minutes each day to contact a good friend or a relative and make it a priority. Minimize distractions. Don't stare at your phone when somebody is speaking with you. Give people your full attention and listen to what they're saying. When an old friend calls, answer the phone. Even if you're too tired or if you tell yourself you're too busy with work, even talking for a few seconds or minutes can be refreshing. This one, perhaps less of a surprise to those of us here, serve others. Because in serving, we establish love and connection with another. And finally, he says, seek help. If you are lonely, tell somebody about it. If it's persistent, speak to a counselor or a health care provider. However lonely or connected we feel, that's all really good advice, practical advice, to reconnect with people, minimize distractions, answer the phone, serve others, and if necessary, seek help. That's five good pieces of advice. But here from the pulpit... As your preacher this morning, I will add one more. I'll add a number six, taken from Jesus himself. Depend on God. Because however connected or isolated we may feel, in God we have an advocate, the spirit of truth that is with us forever, no matter what. And in God, we find our greatest source of connection to one another. In God, we are all connected by love.